You know what I realized today? I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, and I'm not, I don't have enough willpower to withhold the pulls of like modern technology of, of social media. I was going for a nap today, like what I do is a nap meditation where for 20 minutes, instead of meditating, like sitting up halfway through the day, I'll kind of do it whilst lying down. And the idea is that if you do this, if you fall asleep, then good, you needed the sleep anyway. And it's like a nice habit that I've gotten into. It's called nap meditation. It's just something you can try if you want. I'm about to go do it. And before I know it, I'm on Instagram. There's someone in particular I wanted to message. And what, I'll tell you the truth, there's a girl in my DMs who I wanted to reply back to. So I reply back to that message, end up like clicking on her profile, seeing like her most recent post or whatever it was, her story, and then ended up clicking on suggested. And then you see like, wait, this person in the suggested, wait, I know that person, do they follow me? Oh my God, it says follow back. And then you click on another picture and another picture and you scroll down and then <sighs> you scroll down your homepage which is the page which shows, okay, the people that you follow. But then after a while, even if you don't follow that many people, I think I follow like 300, you run out of new posts to see. Instead of it just stopping there and showing, yep, you know, you're, you've run out. It does show that. But then what does it do? It just loads more content for you to see. Just this fucking death scroll. I wasted an hour of my time. Do you know what I ended up, bro? Do you, do you know what the, the con type of content that I ended up watching? Do you know how fucking weird this is? The content that I ended up spending almost an hour watching was an Instagram page which is made for techno fans. Like it was literally like reels which was about like techno music and like EDM. Like I don't even like that kind of music and I spent an hour watching these fucking reels. And this seems so insignificant, doesn't it? it oh yeah, yeah. But this is happening like every single day. And I swear, I, I am sure that I am on the, like the lower end of the spectrum of people who use social media. It's somewhat like my entire brand is revolting against modern addictions that this is what Jeffrey would do. It didn't hit me that much, like it was enough to frustrate me. So imagine an hour goes by, I was supposed to just have a 20 minute nap and then get back to work. An hour goes by, it's in my mind, okay, I, I need to stop, you know, click off and everything. But it's almost like, it's almost like I'm having a conversation with myself, which is kind of, I can hear the voice in my mind saying, yeah, click off, you know, scroll, scroll off, like just, just close the app. And I just can't seem to. It's just so easy to keep scrolling. That scares me. That really, really scares me. Because the loss of time, it's unacceptable. Time is the most valuable currency that you will have. Your attention. Your attention is like what you put your time into. That's the most valuable thing that you have, especially as a man, especially as a young, ambitious man. Your time is worth a lot. Your time is how you get shit done. Your time is how you build your business. It's how you build your physique. It's how you learn new skills. It's how you do anything in self-improvement is by investing some time into it. And then we put time into someone else's business. We put You put time into my business by watching these videos. If you see a positive ROI from that, if you see like a 15 minute video of mine that you watch and you see way more of a return on investment in a positive, you know, like return, then you're like, okay, fair enough. 
but I don't think you could almost ever say that the time we spend scrolling shit like the lesser social medias, like Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, <laughs> TikTok counts as two, bro. I've never even had TikTok actually. I, I've downloaded the app like multiple times for like you know small reasons or whatever, but I've never actually like used it. Never had an account. Instagram is the biggest one, and you know I've. Have you not wondered why I don't speak about it that much? Have you not wondered why I haven't spoke about dopamine detoxing that often, recently? For my own selfish gain. I've. I've noticed inside of me a resistance to talking about things that would get you to use social media in particularly Instagram less because that would mean less Instagram followers for me. And the validation that my Instagram page gets me is, is very addictive, very addictive. When I exchange Instagrams with someone and I see them look at my profile i see their face light up and suddenly their interest in me has tripled i'm the same man i'm the man i am now and i'm the man that i was 10 seconds ago before she looked at my instagram profile but now she's more interested in me now this person wants to be my friend now he's interested now he wants to network but i was the same person but we we place this value on like these fucking numbers I've read this study, I think you might have read the same one, which says like of all the social medias, Instagram has rate has been rated to reduce your mental health the most. Like young people especially have rated Instagram as the one that fucks up their mental health the most. For a guy who talks a lot about mental health being the priority, here I am using the app that is literally the one I don't know if Pornhub has like a fucking app, but like if it maybe it'd be number two then. But the one common app that is literally the worst for your mental health, and that's the one that like I've linked at the top of my description, and I, every now and then I tell you, yeah, like you know, I post daily fucking reels there. They got me. They got me, and then I got you. I feel like it's like sickened. Like when that happened, I felt sick. I literally posted like a fifteen like. <laughs> you 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 get pissed off at social media and then you post it on social media. That's how, that's how much they have us by the balls. I was pissed off about Instagram and guess what my response was? I went on to Instagram and posted on my story about it. They they literally have us by the fucking balls, bro. Holy shit. But I posted like a 15 second story of me like, you know, complaining. I was like lying down saying, oh, I'm pissed off. I've just spent like a, a, an hour doing this. And Sam Harbinator, he replied. So my friend Sam replied and he said like, you know, just shut the fuck up. Do 15 push-ups, go outside. And that's exactly what I did. So I went outside, went for a walk in nature. And, you know, my mind was still quite negative about it, but it was slowly changing. And I, like I jumped over some shit, walked through the woods and everything. I had to like duck over like spiky branches and stuff. So that really puts you in like a flow state. I come back and this time I, I have my proper napping meditation. I fall asleep as well because I'm a little bit sleep deprived. And I wake up and the first thing that I was just doing just then was journal. I'll just read you my journal. I'll just read you my journal so you know what I'm talking about here. <clears throat> I, I journaled about sleep as well. My sleep's been a bit fucked recently, but uh, this bit is about Instagram. 
So I'm talking about sleep and I'm saying instead of obsessing over sleep, I have like this sleep tracker. Instead of obsessing over like data and everything, just, just focus on like, you know, the inputs, the variables that I can change instead of actually what happens. Because what, what happens with your sleep is the result that you can't totally change right now, but you can change the variables that go into it. That was my realization. Just kind of like your, your body weight. So you know how like a middle-aged woman gets like really emotional and obsessive over her body weight. She steps on the scale and it's went up and she's really unhappy. But there's no point. The scale and like, you know, this this ring which tracks your sleep, your sleep. It's all about just data. You've got to look at data like unemotionally. You've got to look at it detached. And instead you've got to focus entirely on the variables, the inputs, the, the things that you do that actually leads to that data. So I was just clarifying that to myself. And I wrote that stress is actually a big one that's negatively affecting my my sleep. And a part of that stress, I then just straight away was like, yeah, like a part of it's def definitely a big part of like my negative mental health is definitely gonna be Instagram. I've like fully went back into using Instagram like a fucking Jeffrey. I use it for on, on average about an hour a day. That's what my, my phone screen time says. And this is where I journaled about it. Take a step back digitally. I saw how fucked Instagram was today. Being able to see a fabricated life of people who trigger your emotions. Going down a content consumption rabbit hole of pointless, emotionally triggering content. So what I mean by that, right? Th there's there's going to be controversial content that, that triggers your emotions. And those are the things that your brain is going to be hooked onto. It's why Andrew Tate's blowing up because he triggers your emotions in a certain way, which is extremely addictive. It's why I'm blowing up because I trigger your emotions in a, in a certain way, which is addictive. Hopefully there's a positive ROI to that. Watching a few like Andrew Tate podcasts has been quite high ROI for me. It's been worth the sort of emotion triggering to you know, get a bit like feisty. You know, you, you watch like a hype video like that, maybe like this, and you get a bit emotional with it, but sometimes it's worth it. But the kind of, like, you don't often see shit like that on Instagram, do you? What, what is the emotional shit that you see on Instagram? Attractive people. Fabricated li lives. Everyone's using, like, fucking Photoshop. I, like, and I was so apparent. Like, I, I was really aware of it today, of what was happening when I'd click on, like, excuse me, I'd click on someone's page. And straight away, it shows you suggested people underneath. One of the suggested per people was a new account of a girl that I used to see. So straight away, that's like a micro dose of stress. It's like emotional straight away. So I click on it. Oh, it's like a new account. She's not got any posts. Oh wait, there's a guy from my gym. Is he following me? I click on it. Oh, he is following me. Follow back. <laughs> I'm not gonna follow him because I'm so sick. And then more and more and more and more. Eventually you, you start seeing people who you don't actually know. And it's just like new girls. Oh look, girl with big titties. Emotionally charged. That's how they fucking hook you in. Look, this guy's more, he's more jacked. He takes, best, he takes better pictures than you. This is, the, this is the real Chad, he's better than you. Your testosterone's going down right now, your cortisol's fighting up. What does your lizard brain, like your caveman brain think when you're going through this? Because it doesn't know about Instagram or technology, does it? It just simply sees someone else, a woman that you want sexually, so it fills you up with emotion and like with hormones, or a man who, can be perceived as a threat seconds away from that woman who you'd like to impregnate think about how like really take just take a second to think about how fucked your brain is when you actually go on this because your brain doesn't understand that we're on so, like social media it sees like women in like scantily what's the word scantily dressed like sort of like not wearing many clothes and so it's instantly sexual put into like sexual positions like they take positions like they take pictures sexually so straight away your brain is ready, okay, oh, time to reproduce. 
Because look, we're, we're seeing a woman in this intimate position. Oh, no, there's a big muscular guy on this next one. He's bigger than you. What is this fucking doing to us? It's extremely hard, extremely hard to use technology properly. I know I'll see a big mental health boost from not using Instagram. It is the worst app for mental health. Yet the FOMO, fear of missing out, is huge. I could keep growing it. I could use it to get girls, collabs, but it's so fucking toxic. Don't delete my accounts. Just stop using it and discipline myself to download it on Sundays to check messages. I don't need to post. I'm getting enough social validation from YouTube. This is a trade-off. I can't use it mindfully. I end up using it for an hour per day, seeing photoshopped girls, and then this is where I stopped journaling to record this video, and I was gonna write like, seeing photoshopped girls, seeing guys who are more muscular, more successful than you, seeing competition that like, 100% you should be competing. I've said this multiple times, you should be competing, but that competition, like, it, it's like it's on steroids when you see it on Instagram. For the past few days, I've really, I've realized how stressful my job actually is. It, it's felt like, you know, all fa like fairy tales. Like this was the dream to become a YouTuber. And I never considered the stress that would come from this. You know, it was always in my mind. Yeah, you know, you get an audience and you'll have haters, you'll have troll comments. But I didn't, it's not even that that really stresses me out. It's more the responsibility. This isn't a YouTube channel, which, which is normal. This isn't like an entertainment channel. Those motherfuckers have it easy. They just have to like, they just have to make people laugh. It's not hard. The responsibility I've taken, like, we're changing lives here in this cult. Chances are, bro, if you've watched this far of the video, I'm 14 minutes in. If you've watched this far of the video, like, your life has changed drastically from watching these videos, hasn't it? And, you know, that's, you've been doing the work. You saw these videos, you saw the inspiration, you went out and, like, you know, you kept on saying to yourself, do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. You started being more productive, more disciplined. You implemented like a bunch of the tactics that I've that I've spoke about, like meditation, gratitude journaling, exercising more consistently, reading. Being the one who gives out that advice and being the one who is the face of that advice, who takes the responsibility of the men who are implementing that advice. I never realized like how much stress it was causing me till it really hit me like two days ago when like I realized literally and, and I realized this today as well 90% of my thoughts throughout the day are about this it's about YouTube it's about teaching it's about spreading this message this cult it's about like leading the men around me seeing tens of thousands of men implement the things that I say on this camera do you know that level of influence is unheard of when a politician gets up on their podium at their stage and they give a speech that they're going to address hundreds of thousands, that's an iconic event. That's like a big thing that they, they really rehearse and they really practice and they have a whole team of people who fact check, who, who verify every single word that they're going to say. <laughs> that's what we're doing every single day here. I realize how much stress comes from this how it's affecting my sleep, how it's affecting my thoughts, and stress creates responsibility. Responsibility creates growth.
I'm grateful for it, but I just realized recently, like I don't want this to change. I just real recently realized, oh, it's like a pillar of self-improvement, which I'm now recently like becoming aware of, of reducing stress. Because it's never, you know, when you're a young person, you don't really think of stress, really, do you? So I realized, oh, it's like a new pillar that I can improve. I can learn about reducing stress and like peaceful things that will lower stress and, you know, the hormone cortisol inside of my, my blood that should hopefully improve my sleep, my testosterone, my health, everything. And just today, it really hit me. Perhaps one of the, like the biggest, if, if we put it in a category, the biggest stressor that I have, that you have, is related to technology. It is these apps. It has to be. If you're in a completely different environment, let's say you're in a very, very traumatic household, then that's going to be your biggest stressor. If you're in like a country where there's this violence, like you're, you're in like an unsafe place, that's going to be your biggest stressor by far. But for the majority of us, for the, especially for those in the West, in peaceful areas, we don't have that. Our biggest stress is social media. Our biggest pain it's these fucking rectangles in our screen that we keep seeing people who are better than us. And then we keep seeing like women who are in like very, like it's specifically women who are in like sexualized positions wearing less clothes. That is extremely, come on, it's extremely triggering for the male brain. If you close your eyes and just visualize millions of men almost like like a scene out of like iRobot, like a movie, like millions of men just looking into computer screens and they're literally like fucking brain dead zombies just watching porn. Oh, they're not even watching like real, real porn anymore. Now they're watching girls who are shaking their ass on TikTok. Now they're watching girls who have got like just ass and tits out on, on Instagram. And they are like so brainwashed and so consumed by this. You want to hear something I've, I've never spoke about on YouTube before? I've never spoke about this to like anyone related to YouTube. Obviously, my friends know. In Thailand and also previously as well, I've for the last six months or so, I've been experimenting more with psychedelics, opening up that sort of chapter of my life. And in Thailand, after taking psychedelics, after taking about four or five grams of psychedelic mushrooms, I start having visualizations and and like uh, visuals and specifically the visuals were extremely like sexualized so everywhere i looked it was almost like comical because there was a time when i was literally lying down on the floor face down on the floor looking into like the texture of like the stone underneath me and just seeing like sexualness seeing like women like shaking around and you know just imagine like just it's hard to explain like but just imagine like dotted around it's just a bunch of like just just sex I look into the sky and I'm seeing it. I look into like the trees and I'm just seeing these visuals that like come into these patterns, which is very like, obviously it's all related to like what your mind's obsessing about or whatever. And I'm, and then it, ah, I've never been able to explain this to anyone and even my friends. Hopefully I can do it here. It was like, I just saw the veil being pulled back and I realized how sexualized the world is and that this is the trap that most young men stay inside. That most young men just like fucking look at all of this like sexual, they can't help it. And it's easy for us to criticize these guys. It's easy for us to say they're weak and you know they watch porn and everything. Do they want to be like that? You'd agree that, yeah, like for me personally, Hamza, like I'm quite a, a disciplined guy. 
I'm, I've been doing this shit for a while. I'm talking about this shit to you, aren't I? I, I come onto these videos and like really teach you the lesson. So I should be pretty good at this stuff myself, shouldn't I? And yet it gets me. And that isn't to say I'm, I'm better than anyone else, but like I, I'm doing pretty well in my like my self-improvement journey, my discipline, my willpower, taking a step back from those modern addictions. It still gets me. These platforms, like this modern addiction, this modern technology, it, it seems obvious for me to say, yep, it's been made to be addictive. You kind of know that now. It's, it's, no, it's no secret if I tell you, you know, that, oh, the truth is that the software developers who make these apps are specifically trying to make it more addictive. So you spend longer on the platform and you just get more hooked and you see more adverts and they make more money. Like that's actually like a common truth now, isn't it? How fucked is that? That that is a common truth, that it's just something that it's not even special to talk about anymore. A few years ago, people spoke about this and it was like the biggest thing ever. And it was like, oh shit, like it was some Netflix. I didn't even watch the documentary, but I kind of got the understanding of what they were talking about. A few years ago, this was big. Now it's just like, yep, yeah, yeah, we know. I'm using it anyway, because I get to see ass. Well, no, we don't say that, do we? No guy ever says, oh, but I'm using, no guy ever says that, do they? No guy ever admits the truth. No one ever holds themselves accountable and says, yep, one of the biggest motivations for me to continue using Instagram is for my daily source of ass. Because I, I like to see like 20 different girls who, who are scantily dressed and that, that that's, uh, I can't help it. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm part of the matrix. I, I'm just glued to my fucking screen like a Jeffrey. No one ever admits it, do they? What do they cope with? What do you cope with? What do I cope with? Oh, it's for business. And it, it's, there's a few pages that I actually like. It, it, it is actually productive. Shut the fuck up. Total cope. It got me thinking when I was on this page of the journal, how to get out of this. I thought, what if I just delete my account? Fully delete it. And almost make an announcement as well and like encourage you and all the boys and say I built up an account which has got I think 70 something 80,000 Instagram followers my engagement on Instagram it's like it's almost something to be proud of the Instagram page that I have honestly before this I had like 900 before like I started YouTube and everything and we've grown extremely high and the engagement that my posts get, my stories get like 30,000 views and like almost like people with like 1 million followers don't even get that many views on their story. You know, like, am I ask, am I saying this for validation or am I just saying this because yeah, it is the truth. I'm just trying to show you the level of like almost the success that I've built on there. I didn't want to use Instagram today. It wasn't like part of the plan. I literally went, I laid down into bed expecting to like turn on Medito, which is like the meditation app. Expecting to do that, I ended up spending an hour on Instagram. This exact sort of environment, you know, it doesn't happen often in terms of that. It doesn't really, hasn't really happened at all like that. But it's happened in quite similar ways where it's like 6 p.m. I, I post like a daily, like day in the life reel 
and I'm not saying this, like, oh, well, go follow me or anything. It's just the truth. Like, okay, so I post. Like, I thought that was like the more productive, wholesome way to use Instagram was for me to just show you my real day in the life unfiltered. You know, like you see all these like fitness influencers and all these like self-improvement guys and you kind of can tell they're not really living that life that they, they say they were. I was recording like mini clips throughout my day. So you'd literally see what time I was waking up. You'd see my morning routine. You'd see the work that I was doing. You'd see myself in like the gym, the real weight that I'm lifting, just everything. You'd literally see like the, the raw things of like, you see me eating and then you see me kind of bloated afterwards. The type of shit that you, you don't see on like a normal Instagram picture. I was showing you like just clips throughout my day. I thought posting content like that was like productive and it was like the self-improvement version that we, you know, we can use Instagram mindfully. At least for my own sake, I would make those reels. So this was all like Instagram reels, right? I would edit them and I would actually really, I'm not gonna lie, I, I, like maybe it's because it's not tight, totally tied to Instagram, but literally editing the reel, especially like lining it up to the beat of a song was actually intrinsically motivating for me. That's why I recently just started it again, even though I got an editor for, for Instagram. I literally just like, I found enjoyment and pleasure and satisfaction and fulfillment literally editing the reels and posting them. But then as soon as I would go onto Instagram to, to upload this reel, I would upload it and end up spending more than half an hour. I didn't need to. A lot of the times I'd end up just re-watching my own reels and literally spending half an hour doing that. Other times I'd end up checking DMs and then replying to a bunch of people and there's so much you know, emotion that's tied into that because you don't know who's, who's messaged you or not. Then in the message request, bro, I've got a lot of messages, a lot of like dopamine, a lot of like addiction. I still, bro, I don't even want to post this video. I'm literally in my mind right now. I'm thinking, should I even post this? Because if I do, then I'll have to like remain accountable to this and I won't be able to continue growing my Instagram. And like my goal is there to get 100K in the next few months. And I'd like to be on 250K by the end of the year. Imagine that clout. Imagine I meet a girl and show her my Instagram and I'm on 250K and I've got the little blue badge. It's the world we live in these days. Is it like the price to pay or not? It's a very, very, like, I said it before, bro. They've got us by the balls. They've literally got us. These, like, the nerds who have made it, bro, they are smart. The nerds who have made these apps. Now with like how much time Instagram and all these apps have got to develop and they've become extremely sexualized. Now it's like, it's incredibly hard to take a step back. If I can compare what Instagram and like these apps are like now compared to two years ago, I can see a big difference. I can see normal girls posting pictures with like less clothes than ever. I can, I can see myself posting pictures with less clothes than ever because it gets more likes, it gets more comments. Suddenly all I have is a fucking towel and I'm not even wearing it around my waistline. I've literally got it like scrunched up in my hand, just covering my dick. And I thought those pictures get the most likes. I can see like visualizations of me just meeting people and them seeing this level of clout that I have on this page and it being like impressive. And you can probably see the same thing. If you've taken some like good pictures before, or if you've been growing your page, you know that it is like an asset. It's something that you don't really want to give up even though you know it's bad for you, even though you know that the person who's, who's connecting with you in that way, it's bad for them. This has been a major slip up for me today. Like a fucking, this has been an L. This has been, and you know, I'm, I'm usually fine with 
like not even setbacks, but you know, you, you make some mistakes on your self-improvement journey, you eat some bad food, you go out and whatever. That, you know, it's absolutely normal. But it's the frustration, it's the negative feelings that comes from the times that you've messed up on your plan, on your timetable, on your goals. It is allowing that negative feeling to make you feel like shit. That is the, that is the motivation that put like slingshots you to make more progress. I can already assume what the comments are going to be underneath this video. Hamza, you're being too hard on yourself. Don't worry. It's not, it's not too serious. An hour a day isn't too bad. That's not what I want to see. I come onto this camera. I come onto YouTube and I post these videos. And I'm strict. I'm strict on you and I expect the best from you. I expect you to live to your potential. And if not, I call you a Jeffrey. I make you feel bad because that bad feeling is fuel for you to get your shit together. And then I tell you that you can do it and I encourage you. That's what I expect from my cult members when I mess up. We will only get to self-actualization. We will only get to become more like Adonis through accountability. When, when the men next to us help us grow. I'm not exempt from that. I might be the one recording the videos, but I'm not at like the goal, like I'm not at the end point of self-improvement. I'm not, nowhere close to being like an Adonis myself. I'm on this journey alongside you. I need that level of accountability more than ever. I need, to, I need you to speak to me in the same way that I speak to you. Strict, like expecting better from me and saying like, Hamza, you know what? You've been telling us about dopamine detoxing for two years. You just spent an hour on Instagram today. You're a bit of a Jeffrey. I've just lost some respect for you. I need someone to talk to me like this because no one does. I, it's almost like I'm exempt and every bad thing that I say, every bad thing that I do, all those bad habits that I can do, they're automatically excused for. When you're in the position of like authority, of like power, of leadership, everything you do is automatically excused for. Bro, fuck that. I need you to expect better from me. There's a reason why when you watch my videos, they feel very different from any other kind of videos you see on YouTube, don't they? When you visualize yourself watching like a normal self-improvement, how to be productive kind of video, nothing really happens. You just kind of watch it and maybe you learn a few things. But when you watch one of my videos, it's different. Because now you are finally held to a high standard. You are finally held to your potential. You're finally spoken to in like an emotionally charged way with like an angry motherfucker saying like, come on, I expect better from you than this. That's what causes growth. That's what causes someone to like snap out of their fucking like AFK mentality, you know, where we, we go through the world just so distant, so like disassociated with such bad mental health. Why? Because of fucking social media. That's what wakes you up. Bitch. Yeah. That's what wakes you up, makes you take things seriously. Today was that wake up call for me. I, th I can't even remember how long I've been using like Instagram like a normal person for. I honestly think it's been about six months. I think it was the start of this year when I started like using it to post more content. And my cope was, oh, well, you know, I'm a content creator, not a consumer. So it's okay. And, and perhaps, you know what, perhaps that was actually the truth for the first couple of weeks or months. Honestly, it probably was. It probably was more gradual. But suddenly and surely and suddenly, 
slowly and surely, whatever the, the phrase is, I've just started using it like a normal fucking person and I can literally see the negatives to my mental health start increasing. Whilst that feels like failure, I understand that it is going to be the thing that slingshots me into more progress. I already have plans for the way forward, a new habit tracker, a new focus, to step back from modern technology as what was like the start of this movement for me was the dopamine detox. I want you to do the same thing. You joined this cult because you wanted a better life than what you see around you. You did not want to be one of these fucking Jeffreys, just glued to your phone, just looking into it. Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. You didn't want to be like one of them. I realized today, perhaps I'm biased and maybe I'm saying this for my, again, for my own personal benefit. Maybe you can call me out, but I think literally the only social media we should be using is YouTube. YouTube is pretty much a social media, but it kind of has this kind of angle, which if you do use it right, it's more like an educational platform. The people who say Instagram is educational, TikTok is educational, shut the fuck up. Oh, but I learned about this, shut up. But YouTube, quite frankly, like this is totally honest, it has changed my life in terms of like education, self-improvement. The first YouTuber who ever changed my life was a guy called Joe Delaney, who's like a fitness influencer and he's way more into like the confidence. And when I was watching him more of like the fuck boy, this was before like he had like his, his long-term girlfriend. And it, he, he made videos which really inspired me to almost like imitate him as my role model to be way more like confident and outgoing and social. And that's literally, I was age 16, 17 watching these. And that was the first time using any kind of social media because you know I had Snapchat and whatever that actually was a positive impact. And then when I was really, really into weightlifting, I started watching just YouTube videos on like how to grow your biceps and you know seven exercises and like science-based tips on like nutrition and everything. When you think about it, bro, 18-year-old me watching videos like that is a phenomenal thing. The first time that I actually learned outside of the education system was because of YouTube. That is beautiful. Since then, there's a bunch of YouTubers who I watch, like First Man, who have truly changed my life. I, you know, that there's that cope about Instagram and TikTok, which is like, oh, but if you use it mindfully, and I was going to use, like, I was going to use that response myself. I was literally going to use that response myself to say to you, like, oh, you know, if you use it mindfully, please follow me. It will follow me. But I, and if you ever criticize me for posting on, on social media, I'll just tell you that if you use it mindfully, I don't think you can use Instagram or TikTok mindfully in like a safe way. I can't really tell you about Twitter or Snapchat. Snapchat I deleted like two years ago. It's fucking cringe. If you're over 16 and you use Snapchat, I want you to know right now that Hamza thinks you're a little bitch. I want you to literally hear those words and feel a little bit shit. Just think Hamza thinks you're a fucking weirdo. If you're over like 16, 18 years old and you still use Snapchat, it's for like little fucking teenagers. And if you have a streak with someone, fucking hell. If you have a streak with someone, a streak if you didn't, I hope you don't know. A streak is where like you Snapchatted the same person for like many, many days in a row and you send them a message saying like, oh, streak, just so you maintain an emoji on the platform. This was just about becoming a thing when I stopped using it. And then I really saw like, you know, there was like a girl that I dated and her little, and even her, but like her little sister was like, you know, 15 years old, 14 years old. And you, that was like the culture of like, she'd have streaks with like 40 people in her class. And it was almost like an anxiety inducing thing of like, wait, she sent her, her message to this person. That other person has to reply before 6 PM. Otherwise they lose their emojis together. And she'd almost be panicking to like, oh, but he's not sent me one yet. Like, how fucked is that? If you are over 18 and you have Snapchat, you are a 
I'm disappointed in you. Oh, but it's the way that I connect. Shut the fuck up. It's the way that I connect with my friends. Shut the fuck up. There is nothing more valuable than your own mental health. These platforms, specifically Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, are literally made to sap your mental health and... They've convinced us, they've brainwashed us to believe that we need to continue them, otherwise we'll be missing out. I'm going to be one of the first people to say, I can't use these apps mindfully. I can't use them in like a constructive, like productive way. I can post in quite a wholesome way and you know, it's quite fun to like create the reel and everything. That's quite nice to be a content creator on Instagram, to see the follower count go up and it's almost, you know, it's another creative endeavor. But as soon as I'm on the platform, bro, half an hour is going by. I can't help it. I've, I've tried my best. I'm still uncertain. I'm literally just been sat here for like 20 seconds thinking like, literally, bro, I was going to crop this bit out of, the, out of the video. I was literally sat here for like 20 seconds just thinking, oh yeah, like, might not post this video because then I won't be able to, to continue growing my Instagram, <laughs> bro. What the fuck? They have us by the fucking balls, bro. I'm literally making like a one hour long rant about Instagram and I'm literally thinking, oh yeah, I'm not going to even post this because I, I, like, I don't even want to continue using it. I literally just don't want to miss out on anything. I literally just spent 20 seconds, like, pretending to sip my water. Like, obviously, I was drinking some water, but, like, pretending to just fucking be disassociated. Just thinking, like, wait, should I post this? Because then I'm going to have to follow through on, on deleting my Instagram, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'm still unsure if I'm going to post this fucking video, bro. Oh, I hate my life. I literally hate my life so much. <laughs> I think if I post this video... And I think if I go hard against social media again, like how, how when I first started, I think that's like the new chapter that we need to like, like really talk about. I don't even know what to say. I really don't even know what to say. I don't know if I'll post this video. I don't know if, if I'll do any changes at all because I literally feel fucking powerless. I've never had this before where wanting to like quit a social media platform is tied to a level of like success in business and like I have such a big following on Instagram so it's like it, you know it is an asset it is like something that's attractive socially and romantically it's a it's a level of influence it's a level of power they've got me bro I'm literally in a position right now where I, I feel powerless like I, I literally like I could Go and delete it. I could tell you right now, okay, I'm going to delete it. I'm going to, like, you know, not use it and stuff. And, yeah, fuck social media, fuck Instagram. But it's been designed in a way where, like, you really feel hesitant to do that. 
perhaps what I'll do, I won't, because I'm quite emotional right now, I think, yeah, perhaps the best, one, a piece of advice that Sam gave me, I think it was just yesterday, I was in somewhat of like an emotional mood and he said, okay, the worst thing you can do is make some like big decisions right now. Just, you know, go home, do whatever it's going to take to get yourself out of this mood. And that's a really good idea. Perhaps I shouldn't make like a big declaration or like a big move right now. And instead, what I should just do is literally just like take a step back, just delete the app. And obviously, like I've criticized deleting apps and stuff before, but at least it just feels like a kind of refresh and at least go like a week or a couple of days at least without using it and just seeing how it is. And at least that's a step in the right direction and just go from there. I should take my own advice, shouldn't I? Because often I say, don't, um, often I say go with like the sort of progressive overload mindset instead, which is like, yeah, you know, if you're addicted to something like porn or, or video games or, or Instagram, don't expect yourself to be able to just quit suddenly as soon as you want to. It's almost like you have, you've been leveling up the habit for months or years. You have to like de-level it for months and years. I'm going to do that. I don't, this people like, Straight away, I'm thinking, oh, wait, there's, there's, there's like seven people I've got a message. There's like a bunch of bunch of people I've got a message and tell them, like, should I give them my, my phone number? I don't really want to give my phone number out. It makes you, like, Instagram really, really, especially like the DMs, it really makes you value, like, these low quality, like, conversations, which are just so basic. And it's like, it's with people who are, you know, who are nice and it's no insult to them. But it just makes you, like, get anxious about, oh, what, what if I don't reply, like... Yeah, I'm gonna take a step back. I'm I'm just gonna delete my the app for a week or so. See how I feel. Maybe I'll record like an update video and just see how it is when I'm just thinking. Because that's the only uh, social media app that I have apart from like YouTube as well. I'm just gonna do that. That's my fault. I'll do it right now. Yeah, I've deleted it now. I'm just I'm not gonna use it for like seven days. I'll do a reset. So there's literally no social media on my phone. I have WhatsApp and YouTube and that's it. Like I, don't, I literally don't even watch YouTube on my phone anyway. I only ever watch YouTube when I'm like eating something. I watch like first man videos. No social media on my phone, seven days. I'll report back in a week and let you know how I'm feeling and what the direction is going forward from that. And maybe you'll want to do the same thing. Hopefully, look, bro, if if you can relate to the shit I'm saying, if you're someone who's totally, you know, like just you, you barely even use it and stuff. I was like that like a year ago. So like, fair enough. But if you're relating to what I'm saying and you're, you've almost been getting agitated and frustrated recently that you've been using this shit more often, how about just do this with me for seven days right now? Delete that shit like I've just done it. And you're literally it's Sunday the 17th next Sunday. I'll post like another video, or like a community post or some kind of update. Let's just do it together. Go on your phone right now and get rid of this bullshit, bro. Get rid of this, like, we can we can get rid of cancer as simple as just holding the, the icon of the app down and just deleting it. Do that. Discipline yourself to just go one week and then we can like come back and see the, the response to this. And it'd be very interesting if either of us can't make it the week, it would be very interesting if our mind convinces us within two days, within a day, within five days to like end this early because you know, oh, we were, we're missing out on something. Discipline yourself for a week. It's Sunday the 17th right now. We will meet again in a week and we'll just see how we feel about this. Now is the time. If you haven't already, bro, grab your phone right now. Get rid of that shit. I'll see you in a week's time. I think this is a very good step in the right direction. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.